Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Curvy Girl Club podcast, where we discuss life, love, pop culture, and anything else we feel like talking about. I'm Natalia, and I am a huge fan of the buttercream birthday cake flavor from Jenny's. It's at Whole Foods, and if you haven't tried it, go get it. Um, Hi, it's B, and I am tragically pale. I love that, and I really think yeah. you should get that sweatshirt that says it that I sent to you. <laughs> yeah, I... I am tragically pale. I you mean, are. the other day yeah. I burnt, and it's it's still cold in this city. <laughs> you tried to quite act offended when I sent that to you, and we both know you should own it. I mean, yeah, of course, but I think it's because sometimes I like to pretend that, you know, my skin actually looks like I'm Italian when I am actually quite Italian, you know, and instead it just looks tragically pale. Like maybe like really northern Italian. Yeah, like um, not the sad pales one. Yeah, well, yeah. I <laughs> south is where we're from. So. Okay, <laughs> I'm doing great. Yeah, um, <laughs> let's continue. <laughs> okay, so B, today we are doing one of our quote unquote normal podcasts, and what's fun about this one is we have recorded quite a few um, mm-hmm. in the time that we have been in a hiatus Mm -hmm. um due to multiple mental illnesses um but yeah this isn't our first time recording since then but this is hopefully going to be our first time publishing a podcast since then and I'm excited and they were all so disastrous in just different ways you know (laughs) each one it's like a it's like a ping pong of mental illness between the two of us like you would have some I would have some you would have some and and here right now, the only mental illness we have is alcoholism and the weed. And so I feel really good about tonight. Yeah, I will say like between the two of us, we do coordinate. Um, so mm-hmm. one of us can pull us together. Yes. And that's why I was so excited. Uh, the other day, we had a very rare moment where you and me and our friend Naomi were all good. And yes, you did choose to break up with someone that day and I throw did. everything back into spiral Mm -hmm. but we did have a very lovely 24 hours (laughs) I mean it felt so nice there was no there was no crazy texts there was no crazy calls and then yeah and then I did break up with uh, someone pretty intensely Uh, and it was a 24-hour cycle of crying which was fun (laughs) for everyone involved Um, gotta do what you gotta do Mm -hmm. Um, hot girl summer (laughs) on the way yeah, exactly. She Gotta is clear the roster. Start fresh. <laughs> Blank page. Okay. Okay, B. Should we start with um, catch me up? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I can't find where our notes on the order of what we're doing this show is, and I know you sent it to me a lot of times. And it, it, it's important that our listeners know that I don't know as well. I want them to okay. know that I don't know. Okay. Do you do you want me to start with my catch me up then and I did send you the document just now <laughs> I, I noticed that and I just wanted to say I appreciate it and yes I would like a catch me up moment from you and now it's time for catch me up 
Okay, well, I had a pretty dramatic event occur. Um, Brittany, I was held captive in my own home mm. by an overnight guest who refused <laughs> to leave and quickly turned into a squatter and would not leave my apartment. And I want to say I really value manners and I like to consider myself a very polite person. I made a bunch of noise in the morning, which I normally wouldn't do. I made tea and I let the tea, you know, when the tea kettle starts like whistling Mm -hmm. and that really annoying sound. Yes. Let that go on for so long. I'm going to give you a list of things that this person did before they left my place. And by the way, I hate people sleeping over. So the night before I offered to get this person an Uber. What did they say to times. They were like, oh, okay, cool. And then fell asleep. They fell asleep. Like before you could get- fell asleep. <laughs> and I like pushed them. And why didn't you, why didn't you wake them up? They were still, I, I pushed them around and they were still asleep. And it's, they flew into town that day. So I think they were like really tired, but still like, excuse you. Did they come to your house you. straight from the airport? No, no. We went a few places before that. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's but, bold and I like yeah. it, honestly. It, I was, I was already mad that night because I didn't like that. And then in the morning I wasn't subtle and. I literally had time to post, I think, four times on my Finsta, like, asking for help on how to get this person out of my place. Here is a, a shortened list of things that happened before he left. Mm-hmm. Okay, so one, um, he oh, – I got ready. So I made tea, made a bunch of noise, did my entire skincare routine, and got an cool. outfit, got ready. Mm-hmm. And he – had time to FaceTime a friend. What? Use, use my hair products to do his hair. He had one of my Whole Foods chocolate croissants. That's he, rude. He weighed himself. He weighed himself. Which, by the way, he weighed less than what I weighed when I graduated high school. So that was fun. Did he seem proud um, or embarrassed of his weight? He seemed embarrassed of his weight. He told me he had apparently put on weight. From sushi, the, the I day. he looked I, really sad. I wish you would have kicked him out then. I hate that. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying. I told him I had an appointment, <laughs> and he still didn't leave. I and can I, I just it. I'm just amazed. I'm amazed. Continue. I'm sorry. Well, there's just one. Well, there's two more things um, that he had time to do. One was he was he's like I guess on this health kick or whatever, and. So he was like, I need to work out. Like, do you have weights? Again, no. Why are you still – go work out anywhere else. Yeah. Did he, he think decides, he was going to work out in your living room? Why was he still there? I, what do you think was going through his he, brain? <laughs> he asked me if my apartment complex had a gym. I mean, it is like, bold. I don't, I don't know how long he was planning to stay here, but it was really painful. And he ultimately decided to do bicep curls with my body. <laughs> As his workout. <laughs> Why? And he got really hyped because I really, he it was kind of skinny. I did not think he could lift me up. And I told him, I was like, this is just going to be embarrassing for both of us. Mm-hmm. But he did it. He actually did it. He did like three full curls with my body. And so I won't lie. I was impressed. But also 
the next thing out of his mouth was, okay, cool. So how much do you weigh? He asked you that? Yes. He asked me how much I weighed so that he knew how much he had just lifted or curled or whatever. And my other two favorite things that happened during this time, he had a full dance party with me, which actually I love dancing. So I wasn't too mad, but I was like, it's 10 in the morning. Um, but I will always dance, but I was still like, this is, this is a what, little early. What, what did he play? Um, I was playing some Drake, I think, and then some Latin music and okay. he was into dancing and he's, he was a good dancer. I, I'll say that. Like, How I, tall I was wasn't he? that mad about it. He was probably like six, two, too tall, six, two, six, three. Perfect height for me. Mm, and, times. um, but the highlight was definitely when he told me he wanted to get a matching tattoo with my female friend. Um, that also fit during our morning discussion. So, yeah, that was um, an experience. He left 45 minutes after my made-up appointment. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I also want to just add shout-out to Brittany's sister, who is younger. Mm-hmm than us for having the best tips on how to try and kick this person out. She offered to fake <laughs> a call for me. And I appreciate that. She's a real Oh one. my God. My sisters so, truly are the OGs. Yeah. They're so much they, cooler than me. Great. They are so much cooler than me. It is embarrassing. I, there's a lot of takeaways from your story. I want to make that clear. There's so <laughs> many things I want to unpack, but there's one that keeps coming to mind, which is why do men weigh so much differently than us? Because I have had many a man who'll be like, oh, I am like a solid 150. And I'm like, how? You are 6'4". <laughs> Where? <laughs> like, if, if, you, if you had asked me what your weight was, I would have been like, yeah, 225. Like, I have no concept of how men are weighed. I do not understand <laughs> at all. Because I know how much I weigh, and I know that I am a good looking girl, but like people are shocked, you know, when they hear my weight and then I hear men's weight and I'm like, I'm shocked <laughs> in the opposite direction. I just don't. That to me was the weirdest part of this whole experience for you. Truly. I'll be honest, like mentally when I weigh myself, I take out like 60 pounds. Cause that's in my head, what my boobs weigh. So I think that can't, can't be counting. That. And it, I mean, with, between <laughs> your boobs and your ass, that's 120 right there. Just chop that <laughs> right off. <laughs> Exactly. So, each, I, I, <laughs> there's a lot of math going on. When I You're like, okay, first I'll take off a hundred for these and then an extra 20 for fun. I can't divide by two. I don't even know the last time I weighed myself. I weighed myself a lot during the quarantine. Cause I kept being like, huh, weird how these pounds continue to add on. Like three weeks ago, I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to weigh myself again. That's a lie. That's great. But I, but I kind of feel it for now. You know what I mean? Like a yeah. now feminist. Oh, I love that for Thank you. you. I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Brittany, catch me up. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Natalia. Oh, God. I, okay, and this is for everyone. Natalia knows this, but this is some context. I slide into everybody's DMs and not <laughs> even, I want to make it clear, not even in a sexual way. I mean, like, if a DM is open, I am in the DMs. <laughs> I have paragraphs that I've sent to Lizzo. I mean, just 
paragraphs upon you, you scroll to get to the top of my conversation with Lizzo. She has not <laughs> responded to be clear. <laughs> the conversation is a strong word. So like there have been many times like I'll see someone on TV and I think they do a great job immediately slide into their DMs. I'm like, Hey, you did a wonderful <laughs> job on this episode. I loved it. Uh, there was a chef that I saw who was from Southern California, really cute slid. He liked it. So the point is, is that <laughs> I'm a prolific slider and I do it often. I do it. I love no, this. no thought to my own self-esteem. And recently, um, I've just been doing it with no expectation of response, but I have uh, made a couple of bad choices in the past couple of weeks that have led <laughs> me to hate myself. And so that's where we are today. So uh, Natalia and I got these tattoos when she was in Chicago visiting me and our tattoo artist was, I mean, tasty. I, mean, I he, knew you were going to say tasty. I hate that. Girl. <laughs> you were going to say the word tasty. I Why did you know that? that? I don't know. Okay, continue. I mean, he was, right? I mean, he was super cute. He was cute, yeah. And he was, like, very knowledgeable. And I've ha- I have a lot of <laughs> tattoos. And he kept telling me things that I was, like, surprised by and I liked it. And the positioning of my tattoo meant that he had to put his forearm, like, literally between my breasts and then like cup my face in a very sensual way. Um, well, for That's me, it was sensual true. for me. I was watching the <laughs> entire thing. He did, he had to like push my, whatever. I may have made it a little more inappropriate than it should have been based on, I don't know, my body language, some of the things I said, you know, like where he- Some of the things you said? Um, many of the things, well- Everything you said was an innuendo. <laughs> I wanted to know I liked it. Um, like I kept being like, well, this is, you know, this is the most I've been touched in a year. And he was like, well, it's kind of nice, so huh? Central. Yeah. Well, I wanted him to know I was thinking about fucking him. So I, that was clear. I that was on clear. The table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then at one point he was like, we were talking about, um, you know, wrapping it. And it's on like the side of my neck, the tattoo. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't want it wrapped all the way around my neck. That frightens me. And he's like, Okay. Um, you don't want to like get choked. And I was like, well, by you, I could. <laughs> so like, I was pretty forward. You know what I mean? Like, I was <laughs> Whoa. pretty intense. Um, I can admit that. So afterwards I was like, ah, I really want to slide in this dude's DMs. Um, but that was a lot. So I need to give him a little <laughs> bit of time. <laughs> did you think that Brittany? Did you think it was a lot did, and you weren't I... ready to slide in? Well, someone did. Um, and it was you. And then I agreed. <laughs> and so what I did, I had a whole process. To, to be process. clear, listeners, I know Brittany literally always makes me sound like such a villain. And I want to be clear that in addition to multiple innuendos that have not been said on this podcast. Well, you can say them, I just don't remember. Well, the, I, him no, 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 Natalia, I'm about to tell this. And okay. Well, I want to make it clear that that was part of my plan. So I followed him. Like, while we were still at the shop. No. I was home first. And I only followed his business page. And then the next day, I followed his personal art page. Based on what? Your, what you wanted to do or what you were told to do? <laughs> what I was told. But I did it. I waited. <laughs> I waited with gritted teeth. And the point of it is, is that. I waited until about four days ago, which was about four days after our tattoo. (laughs) Not that long. 
Um, I told you not to wait that long because now it's just like very clear you've been thinking about him for four days. (laughs) But whatever. I was thinking about him for four days. And so I sent a little, little DM message and I said, hey, it's Brittany. You tattooed a bee on me. I'd love to get coffee sometime. And he said, oh, I have a girlfriend. And I said, that makes sense, smiley face. (laughs) (laughs) And do you know the worst part, Messiah? Yeah, the pain was in that. That's not what made me realize I need to quit DMing people. That was, that was. Sure, it wasn't. That was the first of two things that happened to me this week. Oh, God. Second, there is this TikToker who. um, No, no. I don't that's like the, where this is going. Where this that's is starting. Okay. The correct response. And was so, he underage? Like, can we just? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. Everyone looks so old on TikTok, and they're like twenty. Yeah, cannot okay. stress enough. Continue. He was. He's a very normal age, but so he is a Chicago TikToker, and there is this like big trend on Chicago TikTok where it's like essentially white women who live in River North going around and being like. Oh my god, this is the real Chicago. And then they'll like show a fucking shitty coffee shop or be like, oh, if you haven't tried Pequods, now's the time. And it's like, okay, congratulations on understanding good pizza. You know, like they're giving us no actual hidden gems. It's all very <laughs> like whitewashed, mainstream north, gems. mainstream gems. And so this man, um, who has very nerdy glasses and he started making these Chicago TikToks where he would be like, hey, besties, now's the time where we are going to learn about a Chicago gem. It's called Portillos. And he like makes, he messes up all the names and they're all like main, like what you do when you're a tourist in Chicago. And the comments are insane. People are <laughs> livid. They're like, that is not how you pronounce Portillos. And he's like, yes. <laughs> you were right. Like it's very he's very funny. It's very funny to watch. So obviously I followed him on Instagram. And this weekend he posted a TikTok and he was like, if you can find me in Logan Square, you can take a shot of Molar with me. Problem was already taken edible, can't leave the house at that point. So I couldn't like <laughs> stalk him. So I messaged why well, on TikTok I commented because I comment on every one of his videos and I am the top comment <laughs> on most videos. I want to make it clear. Um hashtag look at big booty B. And so I commented, I was like, you know, like, get, let it be a scavenger hunt. And we, he responded. We had this whole little conversation on TikTok. So then I was feeling too confident. And I can admit that. Mm-hmm. I see where I went wrong. <laughs> so I went, <laughs> went on his Instagram and I said, your TikToks are the only thing giving me life right now. And he said, thank you. And that's where it should have ended. And instead. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, first of all, mm-hmm. what made you cross platforms? Why didn't you DM him on TikTok? I didn't know you could do that. Okay. <laughs> he said, Brittany, we're DMing on TikTok. Oh, that's what <laughs> What did you think that was? I don't, I, you know, just like video sharing between friends. <laughs> we comment things. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Um, I see. Can you got it, got it, got it. <laughs> Can you tell me the thank you? Any punctuation? Any emojis? Or just thank you? He said, "Ha ha, thank you." Okay. So, all right. I'm obviously I, again mixed signals. Mixed normal signals. people would have seen that and said, "That's certainly enough." You've done. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> 
not me. What I said next was, <laughs> you're super hot. Um, I hope you're single. And what he said was, I am single, actually. Ha ha. Th- that was too part. And so I don't take responsibility yeah. for what I said next, yeah. which was, we, he said, I said, conveniently, so am I. We should <laughs> do something about that. And do you know what he said? Oh my God. What What did he say? He said, I'll let you know. And then he unsent it. Like I saw him type it, send it, unsent it, and then just liked the message. (laughs) (laughs) So, so he's in love with you. Yeah. So the point of this is, is that, um, (laughs) I am taking a pretty intense hiatus from DMing. Don't know how long it'll last, but um, it is it is a break, a very intentional break. So, what is your previous record like in terms of amount of time between like not DMing any stranger? Oh, a couple weeks. <laughs> Okay, cool. So we have to beat a couple weeks. Yeah, and it won't be hard because I'm ashamed. Um, <laughs> so no That's big deal. not that bad, B. That's not that Thank bad. You he so was much. asking for it. <laughs> I mean, he is really cute in my defense. And if anyone wants to follow him on a TikTok, it's Milo, M-Y-L-O. Why? No, 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 no. Standard. No free, no He's very free funny. publicity. Very funny. No free pub. It's funny, for bitch. People who reject you in DMs. He's single. He could have at least gone to a drink. I know. No, and I, I offered to buy it. And I, I put you my did. and I put my profile as public so he could see it, which is worse. Because that, that was for the tattoo me. artist. Don't lie. That was for the tattoo artist. Well, no, because I made it private between those two. And then I publicked it again <laughs> for Milo. And okay. I think that's All the right. most hurtful part is he saw how hot I am and still was like. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> Best of luck. Best of luck. Oh, man. So anyway, that's my catch me up. Um. <clears throat> so glad I saved that story for the podcast. Bro. Okay, one more question before we move on, B. Um, would you count your spray and sip experience? <laughs> Did you also slide into his DMs? No, but I've been tempted. I've been tempted in this. And let me, so let me tell you guys, I had an experience. Um, we had an experience. Really, we did. I, was I, I don't know what I am oozing right now towards the universe. I don't know how I feel about it, but it's either very good or very bad or maybe a mix. Um, <laughs> well, that's all the possibilities. Okay. Well, yeah, because I'm unclear about it. So I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> It's one of these three options. All the options. I don't want a room for it. You know what I mean? So Natalia and I, well, well, Natalia's the love of my life, right? And so she's my soulmate. And so when she came to Chicago, she gave me a grand tour of the city and a great time. (laughs) (laughs) So she had planned for us to go to this graffiti class. And when we went into the graffiti class, there was this man standing there and he looked like a skater boy. And if you know me, that is my immediate weakness. I have no ability to be chill. And so I was already overwhelmed. And then, and I was high. And so I think that's important. (laughs) 
in mind. Like I'd taken an edible, so I was like pretty high, a uh, little confused and a little turned on. And so like that combination wasn't great. And so we go in and he was like, excuse me, where did you guys buy your tickets? And well, I certainly didn't buy them. Natalia bought them. So I didn't know anything and I don't know why he was looking at me. So I was like, um, um, event right? And he goes, no, that's not an option. Okay. I want to say first, <laughs> before that happened, I was like, I don't know, like online. And he was like, yeah, that's pretty popular these days. Did you? And then he was forgot- like, I think it was like on event something. And he was like, oh, Eventbrite? And you were like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, we don't sell it there. And we were like, why would you trap us? Why? Two drops. <laughs> two drops. Two drops in a row. And so then he's like, did you buy it on our website by chance? And I was like, maybe. And he goes, yeah, you did. <laughs> and we were like, if you knew this from the beginning, why did you trick us? With all of these words. And the best part is Brittany and I have very different um, natural instincts to this. Mine was I was like one thing away from going off on him. And Brittany wanted to fuck him. So Immediately. I was interested. That's the energy you were, you yeah. were bringing to this situation. Yeah. So Natalia was like angry. I was like, I mean, if he asked, <laughs> would I say no? Probably not. And so, anyway, the point of it is, is that he was one character in here, and the other one was there's this <laughs> nice gentleman. Can you tell the story from here? I'm struggling. What what happened? There's there a nice was gentleman. The instructor. He was really nice, and he like came to everyone's little station and gave advice and asked questions and like taught us different techniques and stuff mm-hmm. about the spray painting. And it turns out he was a student, and so Brittany had this very chaotic thing going on on her canvas it was beautiful and had a lot of bright colors (laughs) he gave her some advice because she thought well first off missing hold on he came and complimented it quite a few times i'm gonna make that clear first (laughs) he came he was like this is beautiful and i was like thank you and he's like i'm loving these colors and i was like "Mm, he was he was saying that to everyone first you don't know that i was watching you know it was special with me all right and so (laughs) Anyway, then he, I was like, what should I add? And then we tried to add something. And the next thing you know, to add, then he knew that was awkward. <laughs> the point of it is, is that next thing you know, he was like, whoa, you know, and this is why I know he liked my piece, Natalia, as he said, are you an artist? And no one asks someone that unless they like what they've made. And so what I made, okay. was it a little like circus realness, like <laughs> clown chic? Yes. But like in like a sexy fun way. And anyway, <clears throat> so he <laughs> look at our Instagram for a picture of our, <laughs> our <laughs> graffiti. So <laughs> it's literally something of a nightmare. It's like you know when you like <laughs> look into a bright light too much, like too suddenly, and then you close your eyes, and there's all those like random specks and chaos. That's what Britney's canvas looked like <laughs> to mm. me. Yeah, but in like a sexy way, right? So anyway, if you want to sexualize that experience, okay, continue. (laughs) There's a lot going on in my life right now. The point of it is, is that this man um, was like, are you an artist? And I was like, I mean, kind of, I do embroidery. Oh, by the way, I had taken another edible at this point. That's a (laughs) key part too. So like, I was pretty high before. And now I'm not okay. I'm actively, like actively 
not okay at this point. <laughs> and so he was like, um, and in retrospect, he was flirting with me. He was like, yeah, like, I, you know, what medium is that? Like, that's so cool. Like, this is the art I do. Like, you should follow me on Instagram and see my art. And I was like, I like art. Art's cool. Okay. All right. Let me, let me just slow you down right there. And then you are, you are missing some key components. Well, I'm about to tell the, the story that you like. And then it's out of order. No, it's not. It's not first. <laughs> because it was two things back to back it was first the awkward like yeah I did what you suggested and I hate it and so now I need your help covering it up yeah he had to help me cover right right into what you're about to say and then pretty immediately anyway so we continued talking about my embroidery and he was like oh yeah you know like (laughs) like when's the last time you made a piece or something and I'm like oh it's no he said how often do you do that no 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 this Brittany no 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 this was literally unprompted information he said (laughs) are you or what kind of art do you do and you said embroidery but you know I haven't done it in like a few months because you know depression (laughs) I did I did mention my depression pretty immediately (laughs) and he tried to save it (laughs) keep in mind I'm here for this. I, it's literally the three of us. I'm just like awkwardly. I'm about to spray paint myself, and I'm just standing there. And mm-hmm. goes, yeah, I've been embroidered in three months because of my depression. I was weird. Energy falls on the group. It did. Then he says, "Yeah, you know, like with the pandemic and everything, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you're getting back out there." And then you go, "It's <laughs> it's been a few months, actually." <laughs> yep. I did say that. Yes, it did. <laughs> yes, I did. At this point, I, I walk away. <laughs> she did, yeah. And I want to make it clear. He's clearly a little thirsty because he kept talking to me. Yes, he did. And then yeah. he was like... He did. He was like, well... And, well, at first, I was like, maybe he just really likes my art, which is laughable in retrospect. That, that is really laughable. <laughs> and you know the worst part? I genuinely was convinced that was what was happening. I was like, I must be really <laughs> good at this. <laughs> I was like, I mean, this is like this is drawing in crowds. <laughs> I must be an exceptional graffitier. <clears throat> I was not. And because he was like, we should get together and talk about your art. And I was like, he really thinks I'm an artist. And then he was like, over coffee. And then I was like, oh, he's hitting (laughs) me. And so he gave me his card with his number and I texted it and he never responded. And I followed him (laughs) on Instagram and he didn't follow me back. And so that was a pretty embarrassing end to that story. (laughs) It's a little bit of a rough start to hot girl summer. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think I think Brittany don't take this the wrong way your technique might be a little rusty yeah it's been um, a minute. but you've always been very experimental with it, so. <laughs> and know. honestly it it has shockingly worked for me in the past yeah. um it, de- it definitely has I mean just the over the top forward it's like um if I take a hundred shots at a basketball hoop I will get in two or three and I'm a firm believer in in thousands of shots and that's how I like live my life <clears throat> love it for you Thank you're you. an inspiration to us all 
Will you get that on okay. a t-shirt? No. That would be ridiculous, yeah. Oh, okay. Now we're ready. All right, so, Natalia, are you ready for our next chapter we're discussing? <laughs> that was in a our- weird way of putting it, but yeah, I'm ready for our next segment, which is Curvy <laughs> Girls Story Time. Why didn't you let me say it? I was gearing up. I just forgot the name of the segment. Ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. So now for our next segment, Curvy Girl Story Time. <laughs> Now it's time for Curvy Girl Story Time. Yeah, you okay. should have done it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's tough to follow me. Um, all right. Don't so cut for- that out. <laughs> <laughs> for Curvy Girl Story Time, we are doing a special Chicago edition of Highs and Lows, Best Moment, Worst Moment. And so for those who don't know, I visited Brittany in Chicago and we had a really great time. Um, I was there for a week and we learned a lot about each other. We Actually, did. Not re- did. No. We? Okay. Well, we I mean, I learned a lot about thing. myself. Okay. What did you learn? What did you learn about each other? We, we learned that we share a really special connection. Do you not remember? No. We both saw a homeless person masturbating for the first time. At the same place, separate for- seasons. Oh my god, how did I forget about that? That yeah. was traumatizing for me. Yeah, same. That was really horrific. We, we, and we stumbled upon it. Yeah, yeah, that we, it was both at the Bean. And I'm like, well, right, you know, by the Bean. And I was by the Bean Art Museum. Yeah, I was like very shocked. Um, yeah, I when thought I saw it. were making that up when they said it. And so. Mm-hmm. It Which makes shocking. sense. Like, if you're homeless, you also deserve to jack off. Like, I firmly believe that. I was just surprised at the time of day for mine. Exactly. Because it was, like, one in the afternoon. And so I was like, hmm, bold. This um, was also in a high-traffic area. Yeah. I will say that. Like, mm-hmm. like on a you're going to go to the most popular tourist attraction, and you're going to pick there. That there, there were some things that were just kind of, like, I didn't understand. I needed it explained to me. But yeah, it was traumatic. And, ex- and honestly, I'm not even mad because like voyeurism, very real. I'm mad. I get it. Okay. Um, I there, just, were, there were children there. It, that's exactly what I was going to say. But I just wonder <laughs> if you couldn't have done it at like, I don't know, you know, Lakeview on a, come on, there's going to be plenty of people out there to watch you, bud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway. so moving along quickly, <laughs> um, Brittany, what was your best moment during our trip? I thought we were doing worst moment first. Okay, let's do worst moment. Yeah, minus when I was, um, I got food poisoning. Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was pretty horrible. And the worst part is everything else. Like the food was really good, and so it was really it was exceptionally disappointing when after the food poisoning. Um, it was really good food. And then what was even more disappointing is the next day, I thought that I had to go into school for the first time in an entire year because of quarantine. And so I had food poisoning. I was already throwing up and, you know, living my most of the night in the bathroom that evening. And then I was highly anxious. And then I woke up at 5 a.m. to make sure all of my lesson plans Everything was together. I posted a story about me going in to the school (laughs) 
saying, excited to go in for the first. No one contacted me when they saw this. <laughs> I took an hour and 15 minute train, show up at the school, find out they had closed it for the week because of the week after spring break, they didn't want people to get sick. And do you know what? They didn't even send one goddamn email. So then I had to do a, at this point, 7.30 a.m. walk of shame back to my own home, <laughs> show up. My roommate, Josh, was like, why are you home? And I <laughs> I had no explanation. I brought you coffee and you were like, why are you home? And I was like, I don't know even what's happening here. <laughs> so yeah, that was my worst. That's completely fair. <laughs> Thank you so much. They didn't even send an email about it. And then, you yeah. know what? I called my boss. I called my boss, Natalia. And she was like, well, yeah, we announced it in a meeting. Ma'am. I have severe ADHD, <laughs> severe, write that shit down. I mean, the audacity yeah. is amazing. Yeah. No, that's disrespectful. It, it was so rude. Okay. Sorry. I was pouring the last little bit of this bottle of wine. Anyway, <laughs> what was your least favorite part? Um, my least favorite part. I just want to preface this with saying like, there was some competition for this slot. Um, during this trip, I also got food poisoning, which was my worst nightmare because Brittany has one bathroom in her apartment. So mm -hmm. I was very That's worried rough. about that and it happened. So food poisoning, I got roofied and Brittany took me on a one and a half hour adventure to get food when I was mm. deathly hungover. Mm -hmm. So this was a pretty competitive spot, but I will say the worst moment was definitely when you grabbed my boob. And then try to gaslight me and tell me that it was my arm. <laughs> and I, I had a nightmare. <laughs> and I I needed no, no, I was trying. No, you don't even you don't need to get into it because I have a recording post event that I'm going to play for the audience. What? So what? listen up, everyone. <laughs> Shut up, Brittany. Boom, <laughs> office me. Brittany, tell my followers why you grabbed my boob last night. I'm quite a nightmare. <laughs> I didn't recognize. I just, I was reaching out into the Did ether. it make it, did you feel better? Did it turn me on? Is that what you're asking? No, I just went, does my boob have a calming energy? I mean, it was turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I explicitly did not ask you that. So there you go, audience. <laughs> Do with moment, that what you will. It, I just want to say it wasn't like a pat or just like a graze. It was a grab. Like joints were used. And when I yelled at her about it, she told me, that's your arm. That's the part I'm the maddest about, Brittany, is that you tried to tell me what part of my body you grabbed. That um, worst moment. Yeah, that's my worst moment. Yeah, um, I don't have much to say to that except <laughs> I am really sorry. And in my nightmarish state, <laughs> I mean, nothing made sense. I was tip turned around, babe. Just, just topsy turvy out in here and so my apologies <laughs> and was I turned on I mean I was a little confused any more than anything <laughs> okay all right what was your best moment B um 
I need a minute because I did not look over this beforehand. <laughs> I can start with my best moment if you would like. I, yes, thank you so much. I would like my to. favorite and best moment of the trip was definitely sitting in the tattoo shop, knowing that you had a raging crush mm-hmm. on the tattoo artist and watching him lean over your body mm-hmm. and just knowing that internally you were screaming I was yeah (laughs) watching the entire interaction knowing exactly like I know what you look like when you're flirting too I wish you didn't just seeing seeing him over your body and knowing that that was doing something to you and you were trying to keep it cool just watching you try to keep it cool um I'm I didn't there was no trying I wasn't keeping it cool I was wildly <laughs> inappropriate and I was loud and so I know the other people at that shop heard me like I know and it was all men in the shop all men that man is gonna this poor boy with his girlfriend or maybe partner who knows <laughs> um I mean he's not gonna live that down you know yeah so that that was that was definitely a highlight for me mm. um what <laughs> have you thought of your favorite or best moment yeah or the stoop talk that was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. we. That was so nice. It was so nice. So I accidentally witnessed an attempted robbery at a liquor store and then <laughs> an attempted assault on the robber by the liquor store owner's <laughs> son. And so while that was happening, Natalia was sitting on my stoop. And so I showed up with the beer and I was a little traumatized, if we're going to be honest. I was a little like, well, that was a lot. Um, didn't love that. And so we just sat on my stoop, checked out my neighbors, talked about life, caught up. It was so nice. It was pleasant outside. It was. It was, I mean, it was stoop time. And I loved that. Yeah. I think that was. I loved it too. Yeah. It was like good bonding, you know? Yeah. I just remember being really happy in that moment. Like everything just like was right. Yeah. It felt good. good. It felt right. We had like, it was good beer, but it wasn't too much beer. And we had those margaritas from Antique Taco. Like we were well-fed, good story. Max, that's my cat, uh, by the way, Max, uh, was looking out at us. It was good. It felt good. Yeah. That was a good moment. Anyway, that's mine. Um, Next, what are we hating? And what are we loving? Okay, so B, what are you hating? Oh my God. Well, as many of you know, um, we've been in a global pandemic for the past year. And so, <laughs> I mean, shit has been rough out here, as they say. And so I've recently found myself back on dating apps because uh, I'm trying to like live a hot girl summer. And what I hate more than anything else in the whole entire goddamn world is men who try to compliment me by calling me curvy (laughs) just immediately. Like the amount of men. Okay. Let me actually just like pull this up right now. So first of all, I was banned from Tinder. (laughs) Start with that. One other important piece of really fun trivia. There are three mascara sisters. Yeah. Two of them. Two out of three are banned from Tinder. Two of them are banned from Twitter. All under the age of 30. Yeah, two from Tinder, not Twitter, Tinder. And (laughs) the reason we suspect my banning is because men... Don't say we. That's that's what you think it is. You and I have this idea (laughs) why I'm banned from Tinder, which is men will say these things like, for example, someone messaged me and was like, 
I like my girls BBW. And for those of you who don't know, it means big, beautiful women, and it means that I'm fat. And I am, which is fine. But it's weird for you to comment on that in the first or even third to seventh message that you send to me. <laughs> and so second okay, one. <laughs> um, and so I immediately said back, I was like, oh, what is BBW? I know what it is. This was to mock him. So then he had to be like, <laughs> big, beautiful woman. And I said, oh, when you say big, what do you mean? And then he panicked and was like, oh, I mean, um, curvy. I mean, like, you know, you just have a lot of curves on you. And I said, oh, are you calling me fat? And then he blocked me. So anyways, the point of it is like, this is what I've been doing for a while. And I suspect that enough men reported me for that. <laughs> anyway, I thought I could go on Hinge and Bumble. Still happening. Like a man, I said, tell me one uninteresting fact about you. And he said, I prefer sativa over indica, bongs over joint, and thick ladies over skinny ones. What? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, you, I am a teacher. I'm an English teacher. And you had a theme going. The theme was weed. And then right. you threw in something <laughs> weird at the end. If you were going to do something that wasn't part of the theme, you needed more than one thing not part of the theme. Secondly, why are these men calling me curvy or thick or big without knowing me? It's so weird. It would be like someone on a dating app being like, hey, I love those big titties of yours. You'd be like, what? I know I have big titties, but it's weird and uncomfortable when you tell me I have big titties. Am I? Am I crazy here? No, it. I think you're not taking it far enough. <laughs> you sure? Thank you. I, I get legitimately mad about this because, one, it's very fetishizing. Like, it's not so fetishy. literally anything else about you. Like, In my you profile, it's charming you and adorable. Beautiful eyes. You have so much going for you that people can say and they don't. They just gravitate towards that. And then the second thing, especially with the example that you just mentioned, it's like sometimes straight men want like an award and like yeah you're hot like yes. you're not doing he's not doing you any favors you're doing him a favor by even entertaining his ass so Thank like the, when they mention it and they're just like it, it sounds like they want an award it, like that they're special for liking you it's like i am beautiful like exactly of course you like me like it's not it's not anything special that you are attracted to this lots of men are so mm -hmm. And it feels I, like you're saying, say yeah, and it almost feels like you're like, oh, we know that normally men like me don't like you. Spoiler yeah. alert, I they tap do. hot men. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I was doing you a favor. This was charity work. <laughs> yeah, like I pull, babe, you're lower than my normal like, type, honey. You know, like they just are like, oh, like I'm like big and buff and like I would never be into a that woman but I am aren't you special and it's like no you're not special like I don't know who you think you are what you and think you have going for you like it's not a compliment and I am thick and I am curvy and you know what if I'm dating you I want you to compliment my curves if I am not dating you do not acknowledge them like is that too much to fucking ask no oh, I God. mean you can say someone's beautiful in a, a million different ways too and again you have so many other ways besides that too. So it just comes across as fetishy, one-dimensional, cliche, like literally everything. It just gets me 
it gets me worked up. It actually makes me really mad on your mm-hmm. behalf. Thank you. And I have so many of them, just so many. All right. So you that do. is what I'm hating. That is what I'm hating. What are you okay. hating, Natalia? I am hating being a therapist for men. <laughs> um, it's your number one job. I am a therapist to a lot of my friends. And I just want to say, normally, mm-hmm. I love emotional intimacy. Tell me about your trauma, babe. Like, let's work through it. Let's let's talk through these emotions. I mean, let's I am your number one work client. Work through them. I owe you, you thousands. You, you do. Thousands. Yeah. But the thing is, men can't afford my rates. So I normally crave this kind of openness. And lately, um, since my breakup and some other things, I've just been like, I'm not interested in that right now. Like, I just want to have fun. That's when men decide to start telling me about their entire life. In the past week, I have had a man within the first 10 minutes of us being together talk to me about his mother's death and its impact on his life and his direction, how he's questioning his job and what he wants to do in the future. That's great. I'm, that's not what I'm here for Mm -hmm. right now. And that's also not what I'm interested in hearing. Then I went on a one and a half hour date with someone where they went into detail about their ex from one and a half years ago. They broke up a year and a half ago. Oh, God. I know this woman's medications. What? Her, her medical history, her family history, her location, the car she drove, where her apartment is. I know everything about this woman. I know more about this woman than the man I was on a date with. And he asked me two questions during the entire date. And at the end of the date, texted me to thank me for such a good conversation. Girl, so he wasn't even self-aware enough to know. The lack of self-awareness, it gets me. And, and he, didn't, he wasn't even picking up on the irony because as, as he was pretty far into the story, I said, so do you feel like you've healed from this relationship? And he said, yeah, definitely. Like, I just, I laugh about it now, honestly. Like, it's all just, like, hilarious to me how crazy she is. And then Were I was you like, like, so. You are the crazy one. Yeah. I was like, so what did you do exactly to heal from that? And he said, oh, I talked to my friends. You know, a lot of people ask me, like, what I did to get past this. I, I talked to my friends, have a good community, like, whatever. And then I said, did you consider therapy? And he said, no. And I said, why? (laughs) You said, why? (laughs) Yeah. Again, not picking up on the irony of like what I'm saying or like anything. And he just said, oh, I just know I don't need it. Like I have my friends like and I'm good now. You know, like I don't even think about it. I'm thinking about it because you told me about it for an hour and a half. Yes. So again, I love emotional intimacy usually now I don't want it I'm giving clear signals it's just you know I'm never on the same page as the universe is really what it is and at the end of the day what I've realized I haven't I feel like I have enough evidence now being into me is a red flag (laughs) and that's no Natalia that can't that can't be your takeaway I can't yeah 
I know I can't live in a world in which that's our takeaway. You know it's true. It is true. Everyone has been super into me. They're nuts. They're absolutely so crazy. They're so crazy. Yeah. And I I just, I have to accept the evidence for what it is. It's a red flag. We'll circle back to it. I can't, that can't, (laughs) that, babe, I I cannot have that be our takeaway. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to write a little journal entry about it. Maybe you can do a little tarot card about it. I'm going to circle back. Can't be it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. Okay. <laughs> takeaway. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, uh, what are we loving? B, what are you loving? Oh my God. I actually, this sorry, one... B, can I go first? Because I have a weird one and I really don't want to end on this note. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Please go first. All right. The thing that I'm loving is actually inspired by you and my visit. I I know you know what it is. It's my bidet. I love it. (gasps) Yes. Oh, my Uh, God. I feel so much more hygienic and, like, Yes. The Europeans have it right. And I had (laughs) randomly convinced my apartment's plumber to install it for me, so it was super easy. And just, I don't know. I'm... It's completely changed my outlook on life. It's bringing me joy. We have a bidet at my house and it's made it so I cannot use the bathroom anywhere else. Like I will need to, you know, go pee somewhere. And I'm like, this isn't going to work for me. This isn't going to cut it because the bidet is life changing. It is. It is. And now that like, I know there was that initial hype over it when we were running out of toilet paper like a year ago. Now they're pretty inexpensive again. And this one has like warm water and like lots of different little functions. And it's just great. It's a great And you feel so clean, right? Oh my God. Yeah. And now I get to look down on everyone else who doesn't have one. So it's just great. Um, I mean, they just use just dry toilet paper. Guys, if you are not using a bidet recognize well wet wipes are very bad for the pipes go buy a bidet okay like your your tush it's gonna thank you i'm gonna say your butt your ass it's gonna thank you (laughs) okay anyway so that's what i'm loving kind of a weird note so i didn't want to end on it but it's true i love talking um... about toilet talk (laughs) okay so Brittany, (laughs) what are you loving okay I'm sure many of you have found yourself in a position over quarantine, looking at what you're watching and thinking, I do not even know the person I've become. (laughs) I too have had that feeling. (laughs) And I not only have had it, but I have forced it upon my soulmate, love of my life, heart of my heart, (laughs) Natalia Concepcion. It is called Drive to Survive, a Netflix <laughs> docuseries, and it covers Formula One racing. And when I tell you, it is riveting. It is good <laughs> shit. It is excellent television. And I know you're thinking, B, what's going on out here? This is just a bunch of rich people in fast cars. First of all, you're right. That is exactly what it is. Secondly, it is exactly what it is in the best way. I mean, it is fast. And you're missing the good-looking part, too. It is furious. <laughs> All of them are gorgeous. And the fact that men have convinced us that they are not emotional, you watch this show and you're like, 
God damn, men are petty as hell. And it has just been a joy getting to watch it with Natalia. That that is what I am loving. <laughs> and like Lewis Hamilton, mwah, like mwah, Daniel Ricardo would whatever he wanted. Literally whatever have you he slid, wanted. Have you slid into their DMs? So well, <laughs> hear me out. I, when I first watched it, what I didn't realize is that these are very famous people. Do you know when you like watch something that you've never heard of before? So you're like, oh, this must be like very niche. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was under the impression that Formula One was a very niche thing to be into. <laughs> and so I hip hopped over to Lewis Hamilton's page so I could obviously slide in his DMs. And when I say slide, not for sex, you whores. I was just going to compliment him on being such a good driver. And if it <laughs> led to sex, I wouldn't be mad. And so what I found out was he had like 4.2 million followers. So I was like, well, that was a go. And that's when I realized that Formula One is like exceptionally popular. Um, and next thing you know, I pay $10.99 a month to live stream all of the races and listen to podcasts about it. So that's Your where we are now. assistance on spending money on apps is just... I love of of it. I love it. it. It is so... Like, when you picture the person most likely to be swindled by like an online <laughs> scammer. I know you think of an old lady, but it's me. I am so easily stolen from. It's terrifying. It is. It, it, is. it really is. Yeah. Terrifying. Anyway, well, that's Many a scam. <laughs> I've fallen for so many. So many. Okay. All right. We can just keep it moving. Great, great note to end on. Um, anything else we need to say, B? It feels so good to be back. It does. Yep. Man. It feels so good. So good. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Curvy Girl Club Podcast. We're gonna be doing some polls so you guys can give us your opinions on things we've talked about today. And in the future, we're hoping to ask some, you know, audience questions that we can answer or um, get your ideas on more things to do. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. I can hear you breathing. You're such a fucking loud breather. Oh my god. You're a loud Is it drinker. Through? I know, but I don't do that every fucking second. <laughs> <laughs>
Man, I don't even remember. I did not come prepared to this podcast. What the fuck is my story? I know, I know. Okay. All right, ask me. I forgot to know what are we loving, what are we hating? I mean, it's as if I didn't even know this podcast was happening. I literally sent you this Google Doc two days ago. I have never seen that in my email. Hold on. That is more notice (laughs) than we give our guests. Can you help me really quick come up with my what am I hating? What are some things I hated? I mean, the DMs, I I mean, most of what I've said today has been something I hated. That's the problem. (laughs) Um, Okay, let me think. I I think think I'm talking about sex a little bit too much. 